Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Coming up, my weather expert buddy, Bruce Johnson. We're going to talk about these very cold temperatures. We're also going to chat on the podcast today with Ryan McKenna about his film, Cranks. And there's a connection to CJOB. Stay tuned. Also, Hunks will be here, a Winnipeg sketch comedy group that is about to go on tour, but they have a show Saturday night at Wee Johnny's, and they will perform for us on the podcast. Please rate the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast. And now, the podcast. All right, Bruce Johnson, my weather expert buddy. Hello, sir. Hi, how are you? Excellent. I don't like these uh, forecast lows for tonight. Minus 32 actual temperature, minus 44 wind chill. But I guess the good news is it, this cold's not going to hang around that long. No, not that cold. It's going to warm up again Friday with, uh, well, of course, it'll be snow and wind, not a lot of snow, but, you know, snow and wind, and that's a warmer you know, it's a southeast window will warm up. Then it'll get a little bit colder over the weekend, but not quite as cold as this. And then it's going to be, I would say by the middle of next week, be right around average. It's not going to be terribly cold. And then I was going to have to wait and see what's upstream because it's still very cold in eastern Alaska and places like that. And in, and in Russia, of course, it's, it's warmed up a little. It's like minus 52 in some parts of Russia. And it's, you know, notably cold there anyway. But they start getting down toward minus 60 and that then all of a sudden warm up, then you know that little piece is broken off. Where it goes exactly, I don't know yet, but that's what happened with this one. And the western provinces got it worse than we did, simply because it was so far west. In fact, they had a bunch of snow in Vancouver, and it showed a guy on the Internet, it showed him using a lawn chair or a folding chair to uh, shovel snow. I guess they don't have snow shovels. I heard about that one. I didn't see it, but I heard about that. Greg Macklin was mentioning that in the newsroom this morning. Some guy uh, in Vancouver, yeah, shoveling uh, snow with his lawn chair because they're not used to getting snow like that. So uh, obviously it's colder as you go west, Saskatchewan, Alberta, colder. I guess the reason we're going to get sort of breaks from the cold, it's not going to lock in because that cold Arctic weather isn't going that far south, I guess. Eh? Is that it? Right. It's uh, places like Vegas and, and L.A. and places, they're really not going to get hit by this at all. It could have, and, and, and that has happened before. This time, there were some, you know, upper-level winds pushed this somewhat to the east so that it didn't get cold all the way down there. So we'll have some access to warm air. It just won't be tremendous amounts, and it's not going to get overly warm. But it, occasionally, like Friday, it will be milder, and then it will get a little colder, and then a little warmer. It's going to come in waves. But I don't see another just a brutal blast or anything anytime soon. But February's coming up, and some of the worst blast we've ever had. We're in early February, so we'll have to see how that goes. We'll see what happens, yeah. And Mike Conkin, our Global News Weather Specialist, was on the show earlier, and, and he was thinking yesterday maybe five, four, three, four, five centimeters of snow uh, coming for Winnipeg. Now today he says maybe 10. What are you seeing on your models? It's pretty similar to that. It's, um, it's that really light snow. So, I mean, even if you get 10 centimeters of snow, it's going to be very little moisture. I just got done shoveling some here, and there's, a, there's nothing to it. It's like shoveling. Well, it's not even like shoveling sand. It's just, there's no, no weight to it. There's no moisture to speak of, and which is nice because then you don't bring 16 gallons of water in on your feet. Yeah, but uh, that light, fluffy snow, if we do get 10 centimeters of it, it could blow around because it's looking kind of windy on Friday into the weekend, right? Right, that's going to be the big problem because it's 
not really a Colorado low, but it's a similar system. And actually, it's a system that's hitting near Vancouver by tomorrow morning, and that's going to come in and create a low. It will eventually get on this side of the Rockies, and it's going to have that pattern. It's like a Colorado low. You get that big counterclockwise circulation. You get a lot of wind. So the wind will be more of an issue than the snow, but that snow's so light that it's going to blow around quite a bit. All right, pal. Uh, thanks for the update. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. And, of course, people know that if they want to get to your website, they just go to my website, halanderson.ca, and you can click through to Bruce's site. Thanks, pal. Sure. Talk to you later. There he goes. Poor guy. Minnesota Vikings fan right there. Oh, my gosh. Feel bad for the guy. <clears throat> By the way, earlier today I was saying, it's so cold. How cold is it? Right? And I was saying, finish the line. And there were some good ones that came in, and now i got to go and find them. Uh, there were some really good ones. Darn it. Let me, I'll, I'll find them. I'll, uh, I'll figure it out. I thought they were right here, but I can't find them now. Darn it. Oh, here. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I can say that one. I knew that one earlier and I was going to say it and then uh, I can't. Somebody has taken a, a bad lawyer joke and they've changed it around for, for this. How cold? It's so cold. How cold is it? It's so cold out that Prime Minister Justin Trudeau put his hands in his own pockets. (laughs) That's from Bill. Thank you, Bill. And then there's a... Thank you very much, Sky. Very good. Very good. Better late than never. And uh, there's another one, but I'm not sure I can say it. So I'm not going to say it because I need the job. I have a mortgage and a wife who's counting on my salary and all that kind of stuff. Uh, right now, we're going to talk to filmmaker Ryan McKenna. Ryan, uh, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Hi there. So, Cranks, this is a film by you, and it starts playing at Cinematheque tonight over at 100 Arthur. And I saw the release on this, uh, and I, I thought, well, i got to talk to this guy. i, I got to have him on. Can I read? I read this earlier, but let me uh, read a little uh, description on your film, Cranks. Here's what it says. Sure. Cranks focuses on several different characters living in Winnipeg, all of them connected by letters. They each wrote very odd letters to Peter Warren, host of the infamous Action Line radio program on CJOB from 1971 to 98. Cranks explores how journalists like Warren pioneered an accusatory and belligerent style of reporting, how this angry way of tackling issues has trickled down into our culture and has affected and emboldened real lives. Tell us about uh, the premise here. Yeah, so um, I guess Warren went away in 1999. He went to Victoria, and he left behind his entire archive of letters and radio, old radio shows that he donated to the University of Manitoba. Uh, how I got involved is I was making a documentary on Greg Klimke, who was Guy Madden's producer, right. and Greg used to prank call Peter Warren. So really? I, I wanted, didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he used to play this old Ukrainian guy named Joe, and he would call in and, and complain about various things, and he would see how long he could keep <laughs> Peter on the phone for. <laughs> oh, and, that's and, fantastic. Yeah, so I went into the archives to look for evidence of this, and then I just started becoming obsessed and fascinated with this old show that I remember playing uh, on my parents, my grandparents' radio when I was growing up. 
Yeah. Well, I came to Winnipeg in 89. Uh, Peter was, uh, you know, biggest life at that point on CJOB. And CJOB, even before I came here, was always my favorite radio station. I worked at all the other stations, but CJOB was my favorite. And then I came to this building in 1996, and Peter wore a couple of years before Peter Warren packed it in. And I was able to be around him and uh, always loved his style. So, two-year film called Cranks. How many cranks are there in your film? How many cranks did you find? People that all wrote letters to Peter Warren. Well, the, the reason the film is called Cranks is because that's what Peter had called them. He called them cranks. He saved them in this giant folder that he labeled Cranks. And as I was reading through these letters, I just became fascinated with these characters. Many of them wrote repeatedly to Peter, and he had collected over all these years, like, you know, hundreds of letters sometimes by the same person. Have you got have you have you got a have you got a favorite? Have you got a a, a passage from one of them that you could share with us or, or paraphrase? Well, uh, I mean, there, you know, there were so many. There was one guy who was you know angry at Peter for denigrating the French, and there was other people who were convinced that you know people were coming in and finishing their paintings for them and they wanted Peter to help them with this situation so there are all kinds of strange <laughs> and, and odd cookie things yeah in right there. um yeah so I took I took six characters that I liked and I imagined what their lives were like and then I just uh, developed that and added all kinds of old archival bits from Peter's show playing on the radio in the background in their homes and stuff I can't wait to see it. I'm, I'm hoping I can get down to Cinematech to see it. But if not, is it available elsewhere as well? Can people see it somewhere else? Well, we will. Yeah, we'll probably have it on a streaming service. I'm not sure which one yet, but uh, definitely we'll do a DVD that'll be available at the Winnipeg Film Group uh, in the next few months or so. Very cool. Really cool idea. Like, good on you, uh, Ryan, for saying, hey, there's a film here. So as you go to try and find uh, evidence of Joe... Uh, calling into Peter's show and you're looking through the archives and listening to the old shows. At what point did you go, hey, there's a film here. I got to make this film. Well, I, I, it, it, more than anything, it was the radio show itself. It just, it, it seemed like it was like, it reminded me a little bit of what you get in forums, like troll culture. It's like a, a the, the origin story to troll culture in a way, because all these people from the community would call in and vent their, their complaints to Peter and, and they would be angry about all these various issues. They would also treat them like Google, where if they didn't know the answer to a question, like say, what was the postage? They would call Peter, and he was expected to know this and inform them on the subject. Yeah, you're right. Instead of, hey, Google, it was, hey, Peter. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly the way it was. And then, so at the end, I don't want to give it all away. We want people to see the film either at Cinematech starting tonight or when it's available on a streaming service. But the last line in that description, which I've changed a little bit uh, from what was written about Cranks, where it says, and how this angry way of tackling issues has trickled down into our culture and has affected and emboldened real lives. Tell me about that. What, what, what do we learn from this uh, film? Well, I don't know. I just think, uh, I think I I wrote that line when I saw, you know, the rise of Donald Trump and all these angry people. And there was so much anger in the world. And I I feel like Peter, you know, created a forum uh, for better or worse, where people could call in and vent this anger. And so there was a lot of anger going around. And I think that's, I I would maybe take that line out of the description today. But that was, that was the original idea was that, uh, uh, there was a lot of anger in the world, and, and this was a form where you'd hear a lot of it. 
I'll tell you what I thought when I read that. I thought that what Peter was doing here on CJOB for all those years is much like social media now. Exactly. That is exactly right. That that is it. It is kind of pre-social media. Yeah, and social media is you know a bunch of complainers. Not not all the time. There's great things that happen on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Don't get me wrong. But in many cases, it's complainers. It's haters. Uh, it's people expressing crazy opinions. That's what I thought I meant. You meant when I read that line. Yeah. Well. Exactly. That is that is exactly the idea of the film is it's kind of a, like I said, an origin story to trolls and to kind of the anger that we see expressed on the, the news or the, the comment section at the end of articles and on social media and whatnot. Yeah. Here's the other thing. I'll, I'll let people behind the velvet rope, Brian. I've, I've done radio now for, uh, you know, approaching 40 years. I've worked every format you can imagine. Rock the talk, everything in between. In many cases, radio people, radio hosts play roles, much like an actor plays a role. And uh, I don't know if Peter was playing a role, but he definitely had his volume cranked, if you get what I'm I'm trying to get at. Yeah, it's not I think what I take from what you're saying is he's not being phony, it's just an amplification of his personality. Yep. Right. And it was a a platform and a place where you're right. People could get their questions answered. They could express their opinions, even when they were kooky. And I'll tell you, when Peter was on, when the action line was on the air on CJOB, there were very few radio stations anywhere else, very few radios anywhere else. Most of them were tuned to CJOB and Peter Warren. I mean, yeah, he was he was a really sharp guy. He prided himself on reading 10 to 15 newspapers a day, all, all of the local papers in the area in Manitoba. So he really was the voice of, of Winnipeg at the time, and he could answer all kinds of bizarre questions that, you know, most people wouldn't be informed enough to answer. So, yeah, I agree. And he was in here in the middle of the night. He was here before the morning show was here. Like, he put a lot of time and effort into that uh, into that show, and, and and I think it showed. I I, I think it was uh, a, a wonderful uh, a wonderful broadcast. Hey, Ryan, it's been nice reminiscing with you. Cranks is your movie. It's available uh, at Cinematech starting tonight and then at a streaming service uh, real soon. And, and let us know, and then I can let everybody else know, okay? Thanks so much, Hal. Ryan McKenna. Cranks, starting tonight at Cinematheque, based on letters written to CJOB's Peter Warren back in the day. And joining us in studio now, Hunks. Uh, We usually talk to Tim Gray, but Tim has brought with him a couple other members of Hunks. We also have uh, Dana Smith. Hi, Dana. Hi. Nice to meet you. And uh, we also have uh, Matt Nightingale, right? Hi, Hal. Yeah, you got it. You nailed it. And Rory is away. That's right. Rory's away. Rory could not be here, uh, Rory Fowles, but he's going to be going on tour with you guys, right? That's right. Yeah, Rory, uh, he knows what he did, and that's why he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> he knows why he's in trouble. So yeah. I, I find, uh, Tim, uh, as you guys know, Tim's been on the show a couple of times, so I'm glad to meet the rest of you because I'm sort of intrigued by the idea of a sketch comedy group in Winnipeg, right? Because we see sketch comedy on TV all the time, but, you know, there are not many, but some sketch comedy groups here in Winnipeg. So it's nice to meet you guys. And you've got a show coming up Saturday night at Wee Johnny's that we want people to go to. And 
then that kind of kicks off your tour. Where are you going, Tim? Yeah, we're going to uh, we're going from Winnipeg to Edmonton, uh, and then the next day we fly to Vancouver, and the next day after that we fly to San Francisco, uh, the California one, and then uh, <laughs> and then Los Angeles from there. Wow. Yeah. And Matt, have you uh, done a tour like this before as hunks or, or not really? Uh, we've sort of had uh, little quick little tours. Uh, a couple of years ago, we did uh, Just for Laughs Northwest in Vancouver, and then we had to hightail it to the Sketchfest in Toronto to open uh, for Bruce McCullough of Kids in the Hall. So uh, that was a pretty wild uh, whirlwind tour, and this is kind of yeah. uh, along those lines, yeah. And you're going to a festival, Dana, right? Yeah, we're going to the San Francisco Sketch Festival. Uh, it, it's going to be our second year going to this uh, particular festival, um, but this is the first time that we've built other shows kind of around it. Mm-hmm. So I'd say that this is our like our our biggest tour that we've done, like yeah. with the most amount of shows. Uh, I think it's a total of one, two, three, <laughs> four, five shows in five days. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you no, guys no, are more than that. <laughs> yeah. We have two in San Fran. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And, um, so, um, what is Kenny? I'm curious to know when you go down as Canadians, as Winnipeggers, anybody can answer this. Is it different than say a, a sketch comedy group from San Francisco or, uh, you know, another country or even Vancouver and Edmonton or is the humor different or, or not really? It's uh, much better. Yeah. <laughs> well, better, yes. Yeah. Right. yeah. You know, it's funny because uh, this time last year we were in Chicago for a festival there. And uh, one thing that I, I noticed, and maybe you guys can talk about this, is that when we go to those types of festivals, whether it's Toronto or Chicago or yeah. Seattle or whatever city we're in, there's always a group that's there from New York or L.A. And everyone's like, oh, you got to see the New York group, the L.A. group or whatever. And then we go and we see them and, you know, a lot of love for them, but it's... It's always like it's it's it. I think Winnipeg yeah. is really funny. Yeah, <laughs> I think we like we're always coming in as the underdog because they're mm-hmm. like you know who's Winnipeg? Who, yeah, yeah, Winnipeg. Who, where right. is that? Yeah, go yeah. Jets, go. And I think that makes us work way harder. Right. Yeah, we, we see ourselves as the underdog, so we have so much more to prove to not just Canada but the rest of the world. You yeah. know. Yeah. So it makes us really try hard, and we have a lot of pain. You know, yeah. No, I get it. Do you ever include? Uh, I guess you if you're going to an international audience or another city, I guess you can't include Winnipeg and Manitoba stuff. Or if they know you're from Winnipeg, do you sometimes kind of poke fun at where you're from or, or yeah, not really? Yeah, sure, for sure. Like If we're touring in Canada, if we're doing a show in Canada, they'll, they'll know Winnipeg and we yeah. can poke fun at that. Right. Or we can poke fun at them and tell them how much better mm-hmm. Winnipeg is than their city, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. I've seen some of the video stuff online of you guys, or some of you. Um, but Tim says you've got uh, something prepared for us, so I can't wait uh, to uh, see what you're going to do here for us. So this is Hunks. They are a local sketch comedy group. They've got a show Saturday night at Wee Johnny's, and then they go on tour. And uh, take it away, Tim, Dana, and Matt. Hunks. Uh, so we take you to uh, the cockpit of an airplane. What's going on in here? Sir, I'm going to have to ask you to return to your seat with the other passengers while I find help. The, the pilot is unconscious and unresponsive. Now, if you'll excuse me. Oh, well, I guess it's up to me now. Ding. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Greg Henderson. Now, there's no easy way to put this, but the pilot is unconscious and I'm told he's unresponsive. Now, I may not know much about flying a plane, but that is the least of our concerns right now. I need everyone to remain calm, fasten your seatbelts, and prepare for takeoff. (laughs) 
<laughs> Very funny. So are they um, are they always short like that? I guess it's different, and then it involves props. I mean, this is radio, right? Yeah. Dana? So it's a little a little tougher to do, but I guess it varies, eh? Yeah, absolutely. Like this one is one of our our sketches that can translate just audio, but there's a lot yeah. that of we do a lot of physical humor. We have some sketches that are like 30 seconds long, some that are like 10 minutes long. So yeah. it really varies. Depends on what we're feeling. Yeah. You know? Like, I think I'm a really good dancer, <laughs> but you're not. Yeah. Yeah. The audience seems to think it's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. the thought and, that counts. Yeah. 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 And, and Matt, do you guys ever play off the crowd? Because, you know, I whenever we have comedians in here, I always go back to my bar gig days when I would have to get up and host the night, right? Mm-hmm. I right. certainly didn't get up and do five minutes, but often you would do more than that, and I would play off the crowd yeah. a little bit, right? Like the guy sitting over there and, you yeah. know, having some fun with him. Do you guys do that, too? based on the crowd? Does the crowd yell stuff out? or is- Yeah, well, when we start our show, we sort of talk to the audience and stuff and get them really involved. We've developed a, a reputation as being sort of like the party band of sketch yeah. comedy groups. Right. Uh, yeah. And so, and then Tim and, and Dana, they're great at playing off of uh, audience response and really mm. playing the audience like an instrument during the show. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Because, like, that's what's fun about live sketch comedy is that, like, is you don't know what can happen and it, it kind of makes the show special for the people in the audience yeah. so that's yeah. that's where like live sketch can be different from from video sketch is mm. is just with audience engagement yeah yeah hey have a great tour guys again the show is saturday night at we johnny's that's right in the exchange in the exchange what time is show time uh show starts at nine o'clock you yep. want to get there by about eight o'clock uh, to get seats and tickets mm. uh no pre-sale so just uh, first come okay. first serve Lots of great food and drink specials, so yes, come on by. <laughs> absolutely. And then have a great tour. Thank you. And get the website out there so people can check you guys out and find out more about you because I think you guys are great. And I th- I think it's uh, really cool that we've got sketch comedy crew, uh, groups in Winnipeg until I met uh, Tim. I didn't realize it. And I think it's really cool. So what's the website? Uh, hunkscomedy.com. Hunkscomedy.com. Tim, Dana, Matt. And, Rory, whatever you've done, (laughs) you will be on tour as well. They're called Hunks. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.